You're listening to Truly Criminal, the home of true crime. To see the video version of this case, including the footage and photos, you can find us on YouTube. Just search for Truly Criminal. Fourteen-year-old Alicia Christina Navarro has been missing since September 15th, 2019, just five days before her 15th birthday. This case begins in Glendale, Phoenix, Arizona. Alicia Navarro has been described as a bright, kind and studious young girl with hopes of one day being a surgeon. Her mum, Jessica Nunez, said she is a very loving and caring person. Everywhere she went, if it was an animal or a person, she cared, Jessica said. Although Alicia sometimes found school challenging, she threw herself into her studies, excelling in her subjects. Jessica said that Alicia faced some developmental challenges and delays when she was growing up, such as learning to walk and being a very picky eater from a young age. She was very particular about the clothes she wore, often wearing the same things over and over, and would always wear sweaters no matter the weather. As Alicia got older and was still facing some challenges, Jessica and her husband took her to the doctors for an evaluation. Alicia was then diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome. As of 2013, Asperger's syndrome is no longer given as an official diagnosis, as it became part of the umbrella diagnosis of autism spectrum disorder. Alicia was also diagnosed with generalised anxiety disorder. She had a small but close group of friends she had known since childhood, but Alicia mostly kept to herself a lot of the time. She often found it difficult, sometimes impossible, to leave the family home due to her anxiety. Sometimes Alicia would be so distressed about the thought of leaving home, she would curl up in a ball on the floor and scream. Jessica said she wishes she had picked up on certain things earlier to obtain a diagnosis quicker, as by the time she was diagnosed, Alicia was coming up against the challenges of hormonal changes too. Alicia had a big passion for gaming and spent a lot of time in various online communities, often staying up throughout the night to play and interact with people on games, chat rooms and servers. Jessica had several conversations with Alicia about internet safety and protecting herself online. It came to her attention that someone was asking Alicia for private information. The person she was talking to then asked her if she liked stuffed animals and said, I can be your stuffed animal. After this, Jessica took her phone away for a while to monitor things more closely, and reported this unsettling encounter to the police, but nothing came of it. Jessica did her best to carry on watching her daughter's online activity as much as she could, but believed that Alicia now understood the dangers of the kind of people that were out there online. I I was a parent that I thought, by my children being at home, there was no danger. For me, danger was the outside. And unfortunately, I was wrong. Um, it, it was difficult for me to realize that um, I was aware she was speaking with people and we did have conversations. What did you tell her those conversations? It was not only me. It was also her therapist. Um, she was receiving services. And... We spoke about the dangers of speaking with strangers or people that she don't know. And she acknowledged that. She said that she knew. And I just believed it. 
know, I, I don't know. Um, for her, it was so easy to talk to people, not in person, because when she spoke with people in person, it was difficult. She didn't like to socialize. And I thought by her doing that, it helped her. She was like happy. And I didn't want to take that away from her. Sometime before she went missing, changes in Alicia's personality started to happen. Alicia had asked for makeup and body sprays, another puzzling change, Jessica thought. She had never shown any interest in these things before, especially because of her sensory challenges. Anything that smelled too strong, Alicia would actively avoid. Her taste in music and clothing also started to change too. She was now listening to Pink Floyd, rather than the current pop charts, and asking for different types of clothing, such as a backless top. This clothing, Jessica considered to be way out of her daughter's comfort zone. She also found this to be quite inappropriate for her age. In the months before she went missing, Alicia became obsessed with getting hold of a particular comic book, called Demon in a Bottle, which was from the Iron Man series. It cost around $200, but Alicia was so desperate to own it, and Jessica ended up buying it for her. But when the comic book arrived, Jessica was surprised to see her daughter didn't open or read it. In fact, she hardly even seemed to look at it. Alicia also started asking to go out with friends, and everyone recognised what a massive step this was in many ways. One day, she went to the mall with two male friends from school, staying out with them for a few hours. One of the boys knew that Alicia was skilled in coding and wanted her to join the school robotics club. When Alicia came home that day, she commented to her mom that she liked how one of the boys looked and said that he was very physically fit. After this, Alicia started to focus on health, fitness and working out herself. Everyone was happy to see such progressive changes in Alicia and her family was so proud of the leaps she was making socially. She had just started the year at a Catholic high school, but in the few days before she was last seen, her anxiety was very high and she stayed home from school. On Saturday, September 14th, with Alicia's anxiety still high, Jessica wanted to take her out to take her mind off things and spend some quality time together. Alicia got her eyebrows threaded and the pair went to get McDonald's so she could eat one of her favourite foods, McDonald's chicken nuggets. Jessica recalled that Alicia was in good spirits and the pair had a really lovely day together. Around 1am on what was now September 15th, Jessica was up and waiting for her husband to come home from work. Jessica heard Alicia laughing upstairs before coming downstairs to grab a glass of water. She was chatty and happy and asked her mom why she was still awake and when she was planning on going to bed. After this, she returned to her room. At around 2am, Jessica's husband returned home and he stayed up to watch TV. Jessica then headed to sleep with her youngest two children in their room and her husband eventually fell asleep on the couch, exhausted after working two jobs that day. A few hours later at 7am, Jessica was making breakfast for her husband and Alicia's brother and sister. Jessica said that Alicia didn't often join the family for breakfast and instead liked having a Starbucks at around 11am on Sunday mornings. But as she was preparing breakfast, Jessica noticed that the back door was slightly open. Assuming that her husband may have forgotten to shut it after letting the dogs out, she initially didn't think much of it. But when he confirmed he hadn't left it open, Jessica became worried that someone had broken in. She sent her husband upstairs to check on Alicia, but Alicia wasn't in her room, and she was nowhere in the house. Jessica went outside and saw some chairs stacked against one of the walls at the edge of their backyard. 
It had rained heavily the night before and there was only one pair of footprints in the mud leading away from the house. It was Alicia's pair of vans. There was another bit of wall near the gate which had a shovel leaning against it, which looked to have been used by Alicia to climb onto to get over the gate. The gate was unlocked and she could have pushed it open, however it is thought she jumped over it to avoid making any noise. A note was found on Alicia's desk that read, I ran away. I will be back, I swear. I'm sorry, Alicia. Handwriting analysis confirmed this was written by Alicia Navarro. She had taken her small backpack which had cat ears on it, as well as her silver MacBook Pro, her iPhone, her $200 comic book and some makeup. But her charges for devices and her medication were all left in her room. People think this did indicate to a certain degree that she had every intention of returning home at some point. Others also speculate she may have taken the comic book with her to give to someone as a gift, which is why potentially Jessica didn't see Alicia open or read it. Jessica thinks that her daughter may have been wearing a sweatshirt, a whitewashed denim skirt and her black and white vans. The whole situation was more than just simply out of character for Alicia and Jessica was petrified. Jessica said that as well as Alicia struggling to leave the house, she couldn't take public transport by herself and would find it impossible to cope with being out in public, alone and fending for herself. She immediately called the police. 911, where is your emergency? I have an autistic girl that is not currently at my house. She must have sneaked out at night. Jessica had to fight hard to get a silver alert on Alicia's case. A silver alert is a type of public notification system that aims to broadcast information about vulnerable missing persons throughout the United States. For the Glendale Police, this was the first silver alert that was issued for a child in Arizona. Looking at the way in which she left the house that morning, Alicia's family thinks she chose to exit through the back door rather than the front to avoid her neighbour's security camera and to avoid waking her stepdad up, who was asleep on the sofa. Jessica still does not know whether Alicia got outside via hers or her husband's bedroom, or whether she went directly past her stepfather on the sofa, but nobody heard anything and the dogs were not alerted to any noise either. Since the start of the investigation, Jessica has fought tirelessly in so many ways to keep her daughter's case active, and initially, Jessica said it was very much down to her to go door-to-door and track down things like CCTV footage. Some of the surveillance footage Jessica managed to get from the neighbours' cameras showed a white truck entering and leaving the neighbourhood around the time Alicia disappeared. On September 19th, just four days later, a reported sighting of Alicia came in. She was allegedly seen with a much older male who was covered in tattoos and the pair were walking together at around 4pm in Lapradera Park, just over a mile away from her home. Jessica went straight to the park to investigate this tip and someone that was regularly at this park confirmed they saw the same pair, and they believed the young girl to be Alicia. But due to no surveillance footage around the area, sadly nothing came of this potential lead. A Glendale mom's desperate plea to find her daughter. She's a really smart girl, really sweet. Friday was Alicia Navarro's 15th birthday. It's her 15th birthday. Look at the way I'm celebrating it. But Alicia wasn't at her own party. Happy birthday to you. Through many tears, her mom, Jessica Nunez, sings to her. When she comes back, because I have faith she's going to come back, she will see how much she was loved and missed. 
Nunez spending the past week taping up flyers, searching for her daughter, who she says has autism and relies on medication and the help of her family. She doesn't know how to be here by herself. Does that make sense? She doesn't know how to take a bus. But Nunez says when she woke up on September 15th, Alicia was nowhere to be found. She says she left behind a note that read, I ran away. I will be back. I swear. I'm sorry. Nunez says the two never had a fight and Alicia never mentioned she was unhappy. It was it's just out of character for her. She believes someone Alicia met possibly online coaxed her into leaving her home. I'm trying to get it together, but I'm just need help. If she's out there wandering, please call the police. As police continue to investigate, Nunez has this message for her daughter. You told me you're going to come back. I'm waiting. Please don't be scared. And if you have any information about Alicia's whereabouts, you're asked to call either Glendale Police or the Center for Search. September 20th marked Alicia's 15th birthday, and her family felt sure she would return for it. But her birthday came and went, and Alicia did not come home or contact her family. Prior to her disappearance, Jessica had found a golf ball-sized hole in Alicia's window screen. Alicia told her mom that a bird had caused it, but after her stepdad inspected it further, he found that the hole had been cut from the inside, not damaged from the outside. Jessica now wondered if Alicia may have been throwing notes to someone out of the window. Alicia had expressed a desire to go to a Comic-Con event, and some wondered if maybe she had met with someone on the basis they would be going to Comic-Con together. This could have possibly been somewhere she could have got her comic book signed. And before her disappearance, Alicia told some friends she had plans to run away, possibly to California. There were Comic-Con events in California and other neighbouring states, around the time of, and shortly after, Alicia's disappearance. When the boys she met at the mall that day were spoken to, one of the boys said that Alicia had a burner phone and a backpack on her when she went to meet them that day. But Jessica said this is impossible because she dropped Alicia off and she had nothing on her. The other boy said that Alicia had spoken to him about running away and asked him if he wanted to go too. Ten days after she disappeared, the FBI got involved in the case. Missing now for 15 days. Tonight, one mom desperate for answers. Her daughter, Alicia, has autism, and she's worried the teen could be taken advantage of. ABC 15's Nicole Valdez is live for us tonight, hearing from the family and trying to get some answers on the search efforts from police. Nicole? Yeah, Katie, even Alicia's mom getting a ton of calls and tips after posting these flyers on trees and bus stops pretty much all over the city. But so far, they've come up empty and in some cases have actually led to more confusion. It's been two weeks and a day, but for Jessica Nunez, it feels like forever since her daughter walked out the back door. It has been very different at my house. Um, I feel like I'm missing a piece of me. I ran away. I'll be back. I swear. I'm sorry. Signed, Alicia. It's a note she left behind, but one her mom says is totally unlike her. Alicia is not only socially anxious, she also has autism. And that's why... 
I believe she was influenced by someone that she really trusted or knows because there's no way, there's no way that my daughter would do this. Glendale police telling us they're limiting interviews on this case, but spoke on Live PD two nights ago. Right now, we could really use the public's help. Among the tips received, a woman says she saw Alicia walking hand in hand with a man near 67th Avenue in Bethany home. Pero si era la niña, no? Yes, it was the girl. I got a good look, she said. And another woman says she saw the teen in the same area. Those reports, though, still not bringing Alicia home to the woman who misses her most. I need for her to communicate with me just to let me know she's okay or come home. Now, Glendale police say they are actively searching for Alicia, but won't say exactly what that involves. Now, the fact that Alicia did leave a note saying she was leaving could actually play a pretty big role in how Glendale police handles this investigation. For now, we're live in Phoenix. I'm Nicole Valdez, ABC 15, Arizona. As well as talking to people in person, the police and the FBI knew Alicia was very tech-savvy and had a whole separate life online. This was something they were keen to look more closely at, believing that this would hold the answers to her disappearance. But despite the FBI analysing many conversations she'd had with people online, as well as obtaining warrants and spending countless weeks and months interviewing people, nothing has ever turned up. Joe Santiago with the Glendale Police Department said, there's nothing that specifically says that she has come in contact with someone or any individuals online. Another person that offered some more insight was a 20-year-old man named Clark who lived in Oregon. Alicia was good friends with him and confided in him a lot, and the pair often spoke over Discord. Alicia had told him that she had recently sold the Xbox she loved so much, and that she had a new boyfriend. She also mentioned learning to play the electric guitar and joining a band with one of the boys she went to the mall with, but Clark wasn't entirely sure that she was telling the truth. He said she often made up elaborate stories and it was hard to get to the bottom of what was true and what wasn't. Multiple witness accounts have also suggested that Alicia may have been involved in two overlapping relationships, both of which ended in difficult breakups. But again, sadly, nothing has ever come from these tips. Despite her taking her MacBook Pro and iPhone with her, neither of these have been used since the time she disappeared, and the last time Alicia was active and online was the morning she went missing at 3.26am. Jessica and many others fear that she may have unknowingly met a predator online who lured her away after gaining her trust. But her family has never given up hope and is taking new measures to help solve this case. It's been a difficult year. Jessica Nunez still remembers the last time she spoke with her daughter Alicia. A brief conversation in their Glendale home, which at the time seemed insignificant. She said, oh, it's late. So she ran back upstairs. But I never thought that she was waiting for me to go to bed because she had a plan. Alicia would disappear that night. A note she left read, I ran away. I'll be back, I swear. I'm sorry. Her mom says she packed light, taking a small backpack that doubles as a purse along with her computer and cell phone, but no chargers. At the time, she was just 14 years old. She never returned home. According to what the evidence of what we have, uh, I do believe she was lured online. After nearly a year and a half with no answers and no leads, Jessica is expanding the awareness beyond the valley. Using money raised with the GoFundMe, she plans to purchase a billboard near the Mexico border and plans to purchase more. There is no specific evidence Alicia is near the border or in Mexico, but it's the latest effort in a search that involves Glendale PD, 
the FBI and private investigators. I have tried to do whatever I can to get answers of where my daughter is. Like I have fear, confusion, and well, I will never lose the hope. Neither will this community, friends, and family. Matt Uris, 12 News. Jessica said, I just feel like she's in danger. She would have never been gone this long, not without getting in touch with me. Someone has her. The family has also partnered with the non-profit organisation, the Anti-Predator Project, made up of current law enforcement officers doing their own private investigations into the case. The Anti-Predator Project is dedicated to combating human trafficking in the United States. They specialise in criminal investigations into individuals and organisations that are involved in human trafficking and the location and recovery of American children that may have been kidnapped or sold on the black market. They also help and support with witness and victim protection and missing children. Toby Braun is an investigator with the Anti-Predator Project and he said, We at least feel that Alicia met someone online and she left her house that night. When she made contact with that person, she realised the person she made contact with probably wasn't the person she thought he was, which was a friend, and that it clearly wasn't a friend and that was the last time she has ever been seen or heard of. This was the last place you saw her? This is where she went to go to bed that night? Yes, I saw her down the stairs um, from my home, but this is the last place that she was at, yes. Tell me about what would have been the day you celebrated her birthday with her and not knowing where she is right now. It is very difficult. Um, we had plans that day. I was going to have family over from out of town. She picked a restaurant um, where she wanted to go eat. It's a really fancy restaurant. She wanted to try a steak for her, for her first time. She only eats certain foods because of her sensory. And this was a big thing for me. Um, I also had her cake pre-ordered. She told me she wanted a red velvet cake, something simple. Um, for the Hispanic community, when your child turns 15 years old, it's a very special time in their life. Um, they usually celebrate with, you know, a quinceanera or a big, big celebration, but... Knowing her personality and the way she was, she didn't want none of that. She just asked for a simple cake. And I went to a local park and I posted in social media whoever wanted to join me uh, to celebrate, not celebrate, but, you know, um, to have her birthday and to give out flyers and look for her around the community. I had volunteers that showed up, and I actually celebrated with her birthday with people I don't even know. Oh, my gosh. With people who, who cared. Jessica still has hope that she will be reunited with her daughter at some point and fights tirelessly to keep Alicia's story active in the media. The first Alicia Navarro Community Awareness Day was held on Saturday, July 31st at Dream City Church with various speakers talking about the dangers of what can be out there online and helping to raise awareness and keep Alicia's case active and alive. 
Jessica is still trying to raise as much money as possible to continue paying for billboards that show her daughter's face and information about her case. At the time she disappeared, Alicia was 4 foot 5 inches tall and weighed 95 pounds. She has brown hair, brown eyes and braces. Alicia Navarro will turn 17 in September this year and her loved ones are still working immensely hard to find her. I've left all the relevant links in the description box should anyone wish to leave information or an anonymous tip that relates to the disappearance or whereabouts of Alicia Navarro.